0: Are Rick and Dan observing proper social distancing? They're in two
1: different zip codes. Rick and Dan are live from their homes on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Hey, we're pretty pumped about talking to these guys. They're brothers, and uh, we'll find out about uh, sibling rivalry here in just a second. It's Pastor Dave and John Ferguson. They've got a new book out. It's called Bless. That's an acrostic. And we'll find out what it all means in seconds. Hey, guys.
0: Hey, Rick. Hi, Dan. Good Good to have you
1: guys. You guys also pastor the Community Christian Church in the uh, uh, Chicago area. Uh, Love that area. It's been a while since I've been there. But um, we were talking to Dave before we went live, and we were talking about uh, COVID and just you guys uh, streaming from the get-go. And uh, pretty soon you're going to be meeting in, in your auditorium, your building, your sanctuary. And you're pretty excited about that, would you say?
0: Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, be opening up, uh, February 28th at all of our locations across Chicago and the city and suburbs. Um, I'd say we're excited, but I think to be honest, I'm equally as excited about the things that we've accomplished over the last 10 months. Cause I think together with what we're going to be able to do both in the physical space and now the digital space, um, creates tremendous opportunities.
1: Awesome. Well, before we get into,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think what Dave says, pretty much spot on. I, I think like a lot of folks, a lot of changes had to be made in order to adjust to the new reality that we've been in for a year now. And we've been, been super encouraged by how our leaders and folks have, have adapted. But yeah, we're looking forward to being back in person.
1: Are you tired of doing uh, Zoom calls, StreamYard calls with your staff, or are you meeting one-on-one? We talk with pastors, some of them still doing the Zoom And, you know, there's this whole thing about the Zoom burnout, which I can understand because, you know, we do this. We've been doing this for, what, Dan, 10 months now.
0: Yeah. And uh,
1: we're actually able to reach more people, talk to people like you instead of saying, hey, John, can you and Dave come down to Atlanta? We can't pay you anything, but can you come down and uh, be in the studio? But for us, it's really working well. Well, What have you found?
0: We've we've found that in some ways there's some things like even small groups. Like think about I mean if you're trying to get people connected into small groups, which is one of the primary tools that we use. What we found is you know what, it saves you probably at, you know, 15 minutes to half hour on each end of commuting. It also, if you got kids, it saves you on child care. And I mean it it just makes it a lot more accessible. So I think everybody, by just the way we're made, we desire relationships and we want to be, you know, flesh on flesh, but I think there are some huge upsides to this, and um, we're yeah uh, uh, excited about those. Awesome, yeah. God has definitely uh, taught all of us how to adapt in the last ten months. However long it's been uh, since since it began, and churches especially because we haven't been able to do the, way, the church the way we have gotten so used to doing it. And I think uh, God uses that sometimes to kind of shake things up and say you can do things differently, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, we have been in, encouraged by just the number of people that have chosen to go ahead and connect via small groups in particular. Uh, we run a lot of alpha courses at Community, and we've seen an increase in the number of people that are actually connecting to us through our alpha course. And uh, I know uh, Dave's had conversations with Nikki Gumble, who founded the alpha course, and Nikki was not a, uh, a believer in Zoom alpha courses prior to COVID, but like a lot of us, we've become, become believers, and we've seen <laughs> You know, people connect, uh, go deeper relationally than we never thought they would, and actually uh, come to come to know Christ and make a yeah. commitment to Jesus and be baptized uh, through an encore. So, yeah, we've we've been uh, we've been happy to see that kind of thing happen.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. We're going to talk with uh, actually we're going to talk right now uh, with Dave and John about the new book. It's been out since the beginning of January. It's called Bless. It's an acrostic. Uh, begin, listen, eat, serve. In story, and like every other Christian, of course, number three, I love to uh, eat
0: yeah but um, I, glad, you, really... glad you included that one in there
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's a uh, five everyday ways to uh, love your neighbor and change the world. One of the endorsements says it's not gimmicky, weird or forced. Thank you, fellas, thank you guys, because I'm <laughs> tired of the gimmicks. I think we all are, but let's begin. who wants to start off with the acrostic
2: John? John, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'd be good if we just backed up, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, sure. And, and tell you how we came up with it. Uh, Dave, why don't you give them a little background
0: first? I think when you said, you know, weird and awkward and that kind of stuff, I think John and I both, and you'll be able to, I think a lot of your listeners will be able to relate to this. If, if you've experienced God's love, it's something you kind of want to share because it's such a powerful thing. But I found that I kept forcing it on people, particularly with my word, like I'm trying to... You know, I was always told to witness or share my story and that kind of stuff. And it just created awkwardness and weird conversations and relational kind of miscues. And so I got to the place where, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just going to live my life mm. like Jesus. And I think then I swung that way and it was like nobody really noticed. Yeah. I'm a good guy, but i a Christian. Well, that's when we kind of began to look really at the Gospels and the life of Jesus and it wasn't something he added to his life; it was kind of the way he lived his life, and then we took these practices that he did, and we put them in a really memorable way and Maybe John can then now explain those five practices that I think you can integrate right into your everyday life to make a big difference
2: yeah absolutely and 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 honestly, these practices uh come from the whole idea of uh, Genesis chapter twelve, where God said to Abraham, "I will bless you, and I will make you a great name, and I will bless others through you and I think uh you know sadly enough in some way that uh, Christians have kind of been known for okay well I'm blessed look at me how fortunate am I sorry the rest of you that's not the way it're supposed to be uh, we're blessed to be a blessing yeah and So, like you said it starts with the B and that's begin with prayer and uh, you know Jesus started his earthly ministry by going to a mountainside and praying and we believe that if you want to discover the mission that God has for you the best place to start is to simply pray. Uh, if you know the people that maybe God is already send, sending you to, or he, he wants you to bless, if it's your neighbor, maybe it's somebody that lives across the hall, if you live in the city, whatever that may be, just pray for them. And I always say, you use the golden rule for prayer. If you don't know how to pray for them, just pray for them the way you'd want somebody to pray for you. So, yeah, begins begins with prayer. Dave, I don't know. You, you want to
0: see L? Sure. Uh, L is listen. And again, I think that was a mistake I made early on. I was doing all the talking and I wasn't listening. And one of the Best ways you can love people is just by listening to them. Uh, if we looked at Jesus, we actually discovered there were, a, I think, around 180 some different questions that he got asked, but he only answered a few of them. Hmm. Instead, what he did, he would ask questions. Like even with the blind man, he said, "Do you want to be healed?" He mm-hmm. let him respond, and he listened to his story, and then said, "Okay, then I'll heal you." So, I think long before we ever started, and kind of like, "Hey, here's my story. Let me tell you how it works." We got to listen
2: to folks. Yeah, then uh, got to begin with prayer. You got to listen, and then the third one is the one you mentioned earlier. It's all of our favorites, of course, and that's to eat. Yes, but you know, if you look at it, the life of Jesus—he loved to eat. I mean, over and over again, we find Jesus eating with tax collectors, eating with sinners. I mean, he was known as as the friend of sinners, and one of the ways he built those friendships was sharing meals. I mean, you know, you think about Zacchaeus. I mean, the last. The very last thing he left us was to share a meal together, right? The Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. uh, communion, and so there's something about sharing a meal that seems to move uh, just about any relationship from acquaintance to friendship faster than almost anything you can do. And uh, Dave mentioned this earlier, but one of the things I love about the eat is, I mean, most of us eat how many meals in a week? Too many, usually for me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Most of us are at about three a day. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. a week. Guess what? You don't have to add anything to your existing schedule. Just ask somebody to join you for a meal and you can bless that person. And who knows that could be the step that they need to get to know you that could open the door uh, for them to come to know Jesus. So it began with prayer, listen, eat, and then it's, it's served. Dave, you want to That's talk? So about good, That's so good,
0: John. That's so good. The last two S's are uh, served. Cause if you, if you do this and think about, you guys can think about this, Dan and Rick, think about the people in your neighborhood. If you're actually praying for them, And, you know, you're running each other. You're actually listening to them. You're not trying to, you know, kind of tell them what's what. And then you actually are. You're eating with them. You're going to become friends. So in some ways, it's like a remedial course on how to be a friend. Mm -hmm. And if you do those things, they'll tell you what's going on in their life and how you can serve them. And then and then once you actually serve them, that sets you up at some point to share your story and your story about how God changed your life will have a lot of impact because now you're friends and it, it, it has credibility and they want to hear it. They may even ask you for it. So we found this to be over the last eight years. We've used it personally, used in our church, um, a powerful, powerful way to really mobilize people in the flow of their everyday life where you live, work and play and not just an add on and a program, uh, something that's kind of awkward.
1: Dave Ferguson and John Ferguson, what's next for you guys? I know with the church, but as far as writing, you're going to give this a little time, I guess, to get out there and get into folks' hands and in their hearts, and then some action for them. Do you have uh, blessed too? What what do you have coming up?
0: Um, one of the things we're trying to do is really create resources because we would love to see uh, people, everyday folks, you know, people who are listening, use those. So um, if they go to the bless uh, that the website, maybe you can give it to them. I mean, we're we're planning to make available there are like discussion guides, video training. I mean, it is as easy as we made it sound, but if these things will help, uh, that's kind of next for us. How do we actually help everybody be able to do this uh, at least like one a day? And then just kind of ask yourself, hey, who did I bless? Who did I bless?
1: That's so good. Check out uh, the website. It's uh, blessed
0: dash. Was it dash or was it what was it? It was a dash, bless-book.org, bless-book.org, that's the landing page.
1: And DaveFerguson.org, I'm going to assume, and I hate to do that, that uh, it's JohnFerguson.org. Is there such a thing? There is such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a huge blessing. We appreciate you. Thank you for uh, your obedience, your passion, and just God's touch all over your life. And thank you for helping all of us. And again, I love the no gimmicks, uh, not being weird in force, because uh, I think that confuses all of us. So. Check it out. The book is great. We'd love to pick up maybe in a couple of months and uh, check in with you guys. And we can talk more about the book. We can also talk about, hey, everybody's back in church, how that's going for you. So we appreciate you. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk